followed by a bazooka bubblegum. Sure. Why not? That's a... Meanwhile, back in Asia, uh, we're all we're all in this together. Meanwhile, back in Asia, and the more we can connect to one another, the more we can live free. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. Jeremy Demery. Meanwhile, back in Asia, this microphone is going to infect everyone with coronavirus. Uh, hey, your next comedian, he's going to try see what comes out of the hell hat all the way from Boston. Clap your hands together for Casey McNeil. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I, uh, I want to begin with this uh, announcement. I, I went to the doctor. And I am 100% cancer-free. Thank you very much. Let's see, how long has it been? I'm 59 years old, so it's 59 years, cancer-free. That stuff sounds terrible. I don't want any, any of that. You know, you talked about that, you know, meanwhile in, in China. I do want to get this out of the way, too. A lot of... Uh, a lot of talk, a lot of worry, a lot of concern going around the world about that coronavirus and stuff. So I just want to make sure before I go any further that you're all up to date on your vaccines for racism because <laughs> you're going to be needing that. Okay, so this is I'm terrible at this game, first of all. And as an OCD guy, reaching into an odd-shaped object like this is not my favorite thing. Okay, we're going to – ah! Okay, so what do I got here? All right, first one. And he puts the old man glasses. The last thing I Googled, the last thing that I Googled, the la let's look at it and find out. <laughs> should be a history, right? I never delete them. Sh I should probably be doing that too, huh? Let's see, everybody. We've got all night. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go in here to, all right, so I searched um, Stingray Motorcycle Gang. Was the last thing? Yes. And uh, I'll tell you the backstory in this. Last night I did a show in Hayward, and uh, Sean Boyles was the head headliner on that. Are you guys, any local guys know Sean? And Sean has, like, he's, like, leather jacket, Slayer patch on the side, you know, without the sleeves and all that stuff. He's got the long dreads and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and so he said today somebody said that, he, that uh, they thought he was a Stingray. And he said, yeah, me either. And so I was looking up Stingray Gang because I thought he was going to be you know, mentioned in that. So that was, in fact, the last thing I Googled. What was the last thing that you Googled? I'd rather do a joke on that. Oh, probably so. Yeah, probably so. Well, it's, I tell you what, oh, we're just, I'm just going to pull another one. Let's, let's just see if I can. I'll keep digging. Don't worry. If you, if you don't like any of these, I'll keep going until uh, you hate it. Um, okay, weirdest thing I've ever said after sex. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Weirdest thing I've ever said after sex. You smell different when you're awake. Is it? Um, that was the question, right? <laughs> See, I didn't know I was supposed to bring my fucking tight five to this. I was just like, okay, so here we go. Let's see, uh, what do we have next? 
The worst thing you ever had to put in my mouth? <sighs> my foot. Um, okay, let's see what else I got here. Uh, how many is too many cats? Hmm, let's see, too many cats. I know, so a lot of people don't like, who's, where's the cat people? People like cats? Where's the dog people? Dog people? Yeah. I like cats. You get more distance out of them. Oh, no. I, okay, I'll go for the joke any way I can get it. No, I love cats. I think that cats are great. I think that cats have the attitude about life that I have. About, you know, it's just like, fuck off. Make sure I can eat something. Give me water and fuck off again. You know, and that's, I'm pretty much... All, all set with cats. I love cats. I think that they're great. I'm actually a ma I'm actually a member of what's called the He-Man Cat Lovers Group on Facebook. Thank you. Okay, so uh, does government <laughs> does government make society better? Is the question. Uh, not this government. I guess. No, I I keep worrying about this government that we have now. I keep wondering if all this stuff is going to turn out to be the Mandela effect. Yo, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, you guys know what that is? This false. I hope I'm going to wake up someday and go, hey, you guys remember when Trump was president? It never happened, bro. No, no, remember? He ran. We thought it was a joke. Then he won. Then he fucked everything up. Then we tried to get rid of him. Then we couldn't. Oh, it never happened. Never happened. You guys know what the Mandela effect is, right? It's the false memory. You guys know what it's based on? Oh, it's called what? Redcon? Oh, that's cool. I like that. You're, you're the resident expert. So let's, okay, so let's talk about it for a second. No, so listen, well, okay, so let's tell everybody so they understand the origin of the Mandela effect is that people believe that Nelson Mandela actually died in, in the 90s and that they that, that, that there's a memory that tons and tons of people have that he died. And, of course, he didn't die in the 90s, but there's conspiracy theorists that believe that, like, they built a time machine and went back in time to stop all that from happening. Now, you know what some of the other ones are? Yeah, there's another one. Okay, there's there is the uh, Sinbad movie. Did you guys hear about this? That Sinbad made a genie movie in the nineties. No, no, he did not. No. Okay, so, so if you so now wait a second. So if the conspiracy theorists are right, you mean to tell me that Sinbad made a movie that was so fucking bad it killed Nelson Mandela, and they had to build a time machine to go back and stop him? Okay, that's my Mandela effect joke. Yay! All right, so let's see what else we'll pull out of here. Um, why you want to move to Mexico, Trump? Uh, last poll for me is going to be this. Uh, least profound, <laughs> the least profound religious experience. The least profound religious experience. Oh, my God. I'm not doing that one. That's my last poll I'm going to do. I don't think I can think of it. They have never been super profound for me. What? Oh, yeah, I think so. What do you, there's like zillions of these things. Okay. Uh, the best lie on my taxes, that I work. Thanks. My name's Casey. Thanks a lot, you guys. Casey McNeil. He also loves Diet Dr. Pepper. Yay! Which is probably the deli most delicious of all the diet drinks. It absolutely is. Diet Coke. Just, um, you're young. Uh, do you drink a lot of Diet Coke? You know what? You have to be careful. I used to drink 
like six Diet Cokes a day. This isn't funny. This is just like trying to help the youth. I used to drink six Diet Cokes a day in my entire 20s, and I attribute all of my kidney stones to my rampant Diet Coke usage. And I don't drink Diet Coke anymore because I'm 45 and I want to live, baby. Uh, but I have kidney stones, Diet Coke, be careful. Uh, I know. I ah, know they don't tell you. They don't tell you that aspartame is the devil. Ah! We're all going to die. Your next comedian, he's not going to die. He's a great comedian out of Portland, Oregon. He's super funny. Let's see what he does with the hat. Put your hands together for Thomas Lundy. She's fast oh, hello. Thank you all. Can I just say, I love and also fucking that introduction that you just gave me. You're like, ah, it's Thomas Lundy. Your next comedian, he's not going to die. And I just did a bunch of mushrooms. So I was like... <laughs> Before I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, no, no, no. But I am gonna die, dude. Fuck, dude. I'm really good. No, it's fine. Like, I did, and anytime I do a drug, it like taps into the Capricorn energy that I have in me that like needs to fucking be in control of anything. So I do drugs, all of them skeptically. Like, very skeptically, like, I don't think they're going to work. I'm like, is it? what is this? Marijuana? Give me that here, right? Like, no, it's not working, right? I'll figure this out myself. And No, it is working. This is a time trial now. We're going to see how long that I can last on stage like this. It's great, you know? It's Wait. Am I, um, is my, well, I was, I did a show earlier and my fucking zipper was down the whole time. So hopefully I'm correct, right? <laughs> hopefully my body is correct, right? How are you doing, sir? Yeah, you look like you just escaped. <laughs> I was going to say, like, at first I was going to be like, you like you just moved out of your parents' house, but your parents' house. <laughs> All right. No. God damn! Now I have to do my own material. It sucks. Oh no no no! That's right. It's we'll see. No no no. Here's the thing. I wanna. I wanna pull from this, but there's been so many like on. The, I wanna be like an ally. I wanna be like. No, there's a lot of premises on the ground, and they're all valid, and I'm sure they're all great premises. Like they're not all, they're not, they're not done just because someone threw them on the ground like this. Let's see, it's not about me. Which religion is the dumbest? Oh, holy shit! So you may not know this about me, but I got a philosophy degree, so I can tell you. They all suck. They're all, they're all terrible. Like every religion was like some old white dude trying to get to the same conclusion. And the conclusion is like, damn, dude. Like maybe we should just chill out. <laughs> and it was like, but wait, but wait, but wait. What if I like wrote a book first? <laughs> because like there were fucking old people. They were like, yeah. That's good. You should write the book, and then we'll solidify that. I don't know. And thank you. 
That's a that's a valid premise. I don't want it to just. Yeah, pinching people. It was something about pinching people. It was fun. Ask someone an uncomfortable question. Well, I mean, like, unfortunately, I feel like I already did the uncomfortable thing with you. I was like, you, you're younger than me. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 30 now, so like, that's the level of stand-up comedy that I've unlocked. It's like, you can do that now. You just find people who look younger than you, and you can assault them. And that's jokes. You're like, ah, it's comedy, right? Ah, fuck it. Drink tickets. Uh, what was an uncomfortable question for you, sir? Ah, now I have to come up with the question, right? <laughs> there is. All right, I'm gonna ask you. Um, where the fuck did you get those shoes? Like, I feel like that's not a real website, okay? <laughs> I feel like that was one of those, do you buy things off Instagram? No, I buy things off Instagram, and I feel like it's because I'm, I'm so dumb. Like Instagram knows how to get me. Like I'm already like I'm already halfway open. I'm like looking at pictures of attractive people. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like there's shoes here. These people <laughs> would think that I'm cool if I bought these shoes. Absolutely. And they're like, Thomas, buy the T-shirt. And I'm like. Yeah, dude, definitely. I'm going to buy that T-shirt. And then it shows up to your house like four days later, like a fucking, I don't know. What is something that you order? See, this is not the good part, Kim, right? This is like, I'm trying to write. I'm trying to write on stage. No, it's okay. It's okay. Are you happy with your body? Holy shit. Who <laughs> wrote these? Uh, am, I ha am I happy with my body? Yes, unfortunately. Like, and that's like the worst part about it. It's like the fact that I am happy with how I look as a person that I always feel like I'm like, yeah, but for how long? <laughs> yeah, you know? And like, it's got this weird thing in my head where I'm like, keep going though, right? I'm like, you should do more push-ups because like one day I'm not going to have this body. I'm just going to be a burst of energy floating through the cosmos without a body. And it's like, did I do enough sit-ups though? Like, you know, was I hot? <laughs> I don't know. There's no last pull. Oh God, this is so much fun. Why am I getting all these fucking Socrates-level questions? <laughs> what is your greatest regret? <laughs> oh, my God. My greatest regret is probably going to have to be that I didn't appreciate it enough. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> I had to stop myself. <laughs> like, don't don't take it there, you know. But no, for real, it's gonna be that like I didn't appreciate these moments because like you you get to whatever the ending is, you're gonna be like, damn, 
I like had this idea of a life that was going to be fun and I was going to enjoy being a comedian. And then you were always so fucking focused on like, what's the next thing that I'm doing? I have to like make sure that I'm like being a good comedian. And you won't realize that like when you get to the end, you'll be like, no, dog, you were always doing it. Like the fun was right there. You had to just fucking stop taking mushrooms, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. It was fun. Thomas Lundy, cosmonaut. Yeah. Besting the hell hat. Getting all the philosophical questions. Absolutely amazing. Uh, your next comedian, uh, a favorite out of Portland. Clap your hands together for Cam Strong. Uh, how you doing? It's nice to be here. Um, I'm high on life, I guess, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, let's have a moment. Deep breath, everyone. <sighs> Release. All right. Let's fucking um, start experiencing. Um, hmm. The officer knocks on your window. You roll it down. And he says, what you been drinking? And you're like, hey, I know my rights, sir. And he's like, uh, all right. And he drives away. And then you're like just home and you just go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. I've been wanting to tell you that. Um, what you all get is uh, you get me, I guess. Um, and I know you weren't expecting me, right? Like, that just is a thing that happened. It was a coordinated effort that, you know. You ever been upset that you aren't better like that, you know? I think you're fantastic. I'm not upset with you. I think you're all perfect. And I wouldn't change a thing about you. Make you a little taller, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I know. I it's like totally like I always just lurch into it, you know, and it's adds to the general uncomfort of the room. Okay, cool. Dogs. What about them? What I always like about dogs is um You know, whenever a dog likes you, you know it's pure. Because I, I think even dogs could see that, like, you know, um, what's a famous serial killer? Dahmer, you know? A, dom a dog could see something good in Dahmer. And I think that's really nice. <laughs> and that's just the quality thing that dogs are, you know? Because when I look at Dahmer, I see, like, a, a horrible, evil person. The dog looks at Dahmer, he's like, hey, maybe that guy has bacon or something, you know? <laughs> I think dogs li really live in a, s like, a, you know, they don't really can care about mass terrorism. And I, that's an interesting trait with a thing. 
Genocide? I, I <laughs> like a steak and a side. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I once, um, my sister's journal. I didn't realize how good of a writer she was. And so erotic, you know. <laughs> it was like, you know, you just do it for the, like, just like you're a brother, you know. You just want to get in her shit. But then you're thumbing through it, and you're like, damn, my sister can really phrase up some tits. They, it's like I'm there. It's like I'm the quarterback of the football team and holding my sister as we make out. Her sinewy flap, and they're my lips. We have the same lips. Sinewy lips. It's not a word. <laughs> Sinewy. Sinewy. Sinewy later. It was a, um, God, Hawaii? Him Himalayans? I, I forget. You know, you see so many sunsets, it's all kind of like uh, melt, you know. Seen a lot of sunsets. And I'll say it, some are better than others. I was like, I was like moved in Hawaii, you know, watching the dolphins flap around and the sun's falling. I was like, that's good. But then I saw a sunset in Tibet, and I was like, God, that put the, sh that put the fucking Hawaiian, that piece of shit Hawaiian sunset sucked. No, this Tibetan one. Wow. Now I, I'm going to give to charity. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think eventually we're just going to get back into slavery soon. And I think that's, like, you're going to be able to sign up for it. And you're just going to be able to sell your time. You're just going to be able to, like, okay, I'll, you know, whatever. It, just fucking, here, take my arm, and they'll give you $500. And then that's going to be just the general economy. Okay. <laughs> um, so my card says, I wish I called the cops on. And that made me think that I was, like, a third baseman. And um, the cops had just hit, like, a, a ground double. And I'm like, no, you guys can make it to third. And, like, all the cops are on. Sometimes I think I try too hard to, like, make something fun with these. And I could really feel it tank. And um, does it come off as, like, uh, like forced? No. Very good. Hmm. I um, <laughs> you know, I got into a I, some mutated sludge slapped across me one time, and I um, I had just took off my Ray Bans, and I didn't know it, but I could um, I shot a laser beam through this lady, and you didn't. It's like you're the first second you get a power. How am I to know? My friend, he um. He just held his baby in his arms for the first time. And just as the sun was peering through and it hit 
his crest on his chest, and he ended up ripping his baby in half. <laughs> and he said, Zah! And that was, whew. Not all that glitters is folks, you know? <laughs> You gotta go somewhere, but you can't stay here. You know, that's what they say. That's not true, though. Because, like, you could break in, like, right after they close. (laughs) 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 And then when they break up, you know, they they unlock the door in the morning. You're like, hey, I didn't. I didn't have to go. I stayed here. (laughs) Anyway, thanks, everyone. Strong, ably besting the ha- hell hat. Yay, give it up for Cam Strong again. Hooray! Your next comedian, an amazing comedian from Portland, puts together the Ha Ha Harvest Festival. Clap your hands wildly for Shannon Hunt! Alright, um, so I missed Thomas's set um, because I was outside getting um, way too high to do comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I missed it. It was good, right? It was good? He doesn't know. Okay. Um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about me because uh, I like this joke so much. Um, I, uh, I'm so old that I lost my uh, virginity to <laughs> Alanis Morissette's album, Jagged Little Pill. The week that it came out, <laughs> um, I just thought you ought to know. All right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's why I went and got high, because I'm not very funny at stuff like this, but I'm hilarious when I'm high. So <laughs> I figured this would. Okay, here we go. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Ask the audience to follow Mutiny's Instagram. Mutiny Radio SF. Okay. (laughs) Plug. Also, while we're at it, you can follow Harvest Comedy Fest Instagram. And I'm the Shannon Hunt. Shannon with an A. I better get some followers. Um, I made a mess of probably this set. Uh, (laughs) The reason I'm going to hell. Oh. Where do I start? Um, one time, I sold a $750 Home Depot gift card to someone on eBay, and then I never sent it to them. <laughs> Wait, we're supposed to be telling jokes, right? <laughs> Shit, yeah, my life's a joke. All right, um, these are fun, actually. Uh, Worst habit, best felony. I I don't (laughs) understand. (laughs) I'm sorry. My worst habit, I bite my nails. That's like a habit, right? Um, I don't know what best, what was the felony? Like, I think that was the Home Depot card, right? Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, What species should we bring back from extinction? Uh, God. I don't, what's extinct? 
Yeah, see, you guys answered that question for me. <laughs> and and probably better than I would. Oh, an audience prize. Do I get a prize? Let's give it to the audience. I get to choose the audience member. Oh my God, great minds think alike. Look at that sweater. Let's do this. No, over there. He's not wearing a sweater. Yes, you. You, you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's for me. I can't get any higher than I already am. Is it even possible? How, how many milligrams is in this? 20 milligrams. So I can have <laughs> a nibble. Okay. I don't think I can do, tw okay. Uh, <laughs> but we have breakfast, we can bake. Okay, who is the most evil person right now? Um, the man, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, the most outlandish thing I've done this week. Oh boy, I mean, I'm pretty basic. I, yeah, well, I did almost get stabbed last night. That was fun. <laughs> I got chased. <laughs> this is a, st oh my gosh. This, okay, I'm gonna tell the story now. This is a new joke I have. Uh, so last night, me and my uh, crazy friend, Shantae, I'm gonna tell her name and we'll call her out on this one. Uh, we got lost, sort of, and we were looking for a place to buy weed. <laughs> and it was 9.47, so we were freaking out. And uh, she got approached by some guy who asked her if she needed anything. She's like, yeah, I need directions to this dispensary. He's like, okay, I'll take you there. So we followed him around the corner and it was right there. And we went in, we bought our stuff. She bought our stuff. And then we got out and the guy was like, where's my eighth? <laughs> where's my eighth you promised to buy me? <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And he's like, we had a deal. And so she was like, hey, I'll give you a cigarette or like a dollar. Cause it was like, <laughs> you walked me to a dispensary. And he's like, no, fuck that. And then he starts like walking past, like walking up to her and she starts walking away and he follows her and he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out, and I don't know what he pulled out, but had an orange handle. So I'm pretty sure it was like one of those box knives. I don't know, it could have been, I have no idea, a dog toy. Um, but he's pulling, starting to pull it out, and I like ran up to her, and, we, and then we ch we ran off, and I, while running, because I'm a white girl, dialed 911 <laughs> on my phone, and then I, because I just was like, well, if he stabs us and we fall to the ground, they can triangulate us and find us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I listened to too much of my favorite murder. All right, so then we hopped in the lift car that we had waiting for us and we're like go 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 <laughs> and he did he totally did we're like there's a guy i think he has a knife it was fun our lift driver was pretty awesome he totally like was our getaway car and he did it what was his name aik oh my god shout out to aik <laughs> you totally saved us <laughs> you saved us and then the police called me back and i had to give like this whole description and it was crazy um, have I ever stolen anything? I mean, I stole that Home Depot card, okay? <laughs> I'm totally admitting to it. Come find me. Um, this is like very thematic to how big of an asshole I am. 
started off with the first one. My biggest fear, uh, I mean, besides death, probably really totally bombing on stage in front of a lot of people. Like, that sounds like sh Okay. Um, name three good things about witchcraft. Was this, were the, did you put those in there just for me? Like all of those? That's crazy. Okay, <laughs> it is totally. So three good things about witchcraft. Um, okay, oh God. One is you get to be at one with the earth, which I think is great. Um, you get to do a lot of things with elements and it makes you feel closer. Uh, you get to have really a really pretty altar. <laughs> because that's amazing and you get to pay post pictures of it on Instagram if you're not like me. Okay, and the third thing is you get to have most of the time some, uh, some coven sisters and that's always a great time. It's always a great time. Um, all right, and that you almost get uh, stabbed with them though. But then witchcraft, because I did, I did, uh, I did a spell to make the uh, dispensary stay open for us and they did. All right, bye, thank you, I'm Shannon Hunt. Yay, Shannon Hunt, I'm so glad you didn't get stabbed. Yay. Our host last night, Frosty Nugs, has been stabbed in the heart. So that's like, what? It happens in San Francisco. Your last comedian of the night, he's going to pull from the hell hat. Everybody from Boston, Kevin Quigley. I got to take my jacket off because I'm wearing my lucky shirt and I'm not great at improv, but... My favorite part about witchcraft is that you can just ruin every conversation 30 seconds in by bringing up crystals. Uh, that's the best. You think Jesus makes people walk? You gotta bring up energies. That how that flies. I don't know. Fucking. I have said a Wiccan once. Uh, happens they can be disagreeable. She threatened to put a hex on me, but then like a few weeks later I was at Thanksgiving and my Mormon relative offered to pray for me and I was like, let's make that a hex, please. I'd I don't want anyone floating my name with their creepy American version of Jesus. Um. Been to a Mormon chapel. They have a painting of Jesus about Noah leaving Kansas. It's uh, kind of problematic. <sighs> I insulted the Church of the Latter-day Saints. They're going to come for me. They're going to make me overdose on conversion therapy. What are your parents most disappointed about you? When I told them I was going to San Francisco, they were like, for work? And I was like, kind of. <laughs> Show us your smarty pants. All right, who's your favorite mathematician? I'm going to flex on this. Who's your favorite mathematician? Pythagorean. Did you know the guy? <laughs> you use the adjective form of his name. <laughs> My favorite mathematician is Demoive. Uh, Demoive, he was interesting. Um, he realized in his old age that he was sleeping more and more every day. So he actually came up with an equation where he could predict the day that he was going to sleep for 24 hours. He said, that will be the day of my death. And he was right. Somebody broke into his apartment when he was sleeping and stabbed him. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was going to write my recommendation. They raped his daughter, too. It was a whole scene. 
Hello, this is Anderson Cooper with MSNBC. We're tuning in live for the State of the Union from your president, Alex Jones. Good evening, folks. Thank you for tuning in to my State of the Union address. As you can tell, we have been sweeping out pedophiles left and right that are aggressively taking over our country. They're killing children! They're killing them! They're talking to the devil and they're killing them! We were sending an economic stimulus package to help out many Silicon Valley businesses. We will be repealing all restrictions of aggressive gun laws in this country. You want to take my guns? Hey, Lieutenant, the card just says danger. <laughs> Technology has ruined, um, I'm going to say, my life. Uh, I work in technology, and I'm not happy about it. Uh, people always come up to me with their app ideas. I don't want to make them. Uh, please stop asking me. It's very. It's never like someone who like could know how to start a business. It's just like someone with a Coke problem. They seem to think that those are synonymous. And they're like, fucking. Oftentimes, it's just a coked-out string of buzzwords. It's not an idea. They're like, here's what we're going to do, bro. Here's what we're going to make. I'm from Boston, by the way. Here's what we're going to make. It's going to have VR. It's going to have AI. It's going to have fucking Snapchat integration. Whole thing will run on Bitcoin. You guys can tell which one's triggered known material, can't you? It's not very... It's the illusion of spontaneity is lost on this. I said, do you even know what Bitcoin is? And he said, yeah, it's the future. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my favorite pitch, though, you know, a lot of people, they'll be like, that's always Uber for something. And one of them was Uber for car parts. I said, what does that even mean? He's like, dude, my car's breaking down. So what we need is Uber for car parts so they can bring that to my side. I don't need no roadside assistance. I, I have a mechanic do it. I fix it on the side of the road. They always want to split the profits 50-50, too, and they use this hand gesture. It's actually a uh, legally binding contract in South Boston. Uh, you guys should know the regional laws. If you ever visit the city of Boston and someone goes with these, you are signing an NDA, my friend. I tell this guy, I'm like, I don't want to make Uber for car parts. That's dumb. And, he's, and he really says to me, bro, we'll make it happen. I got friends in the Valley. I'm like, you got friends in Silicon Valley? He says, nah, bro, Napa Valley Auto Parts. Uh, my boy is behind the counter. Hypochondriac tries Tinder. I'm a Leo. Swipe left if you're Chinese. All right, take it easy, folks. Kevin Quigley, everyone. Yay, clap it up yourselves. That was the hell hat. Yay. Uh, coming up at 10 o'clock is the underwear show. I hope you all stick around to see what happens there. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. We have one more day tomorrow. It starts at 10 in the morning. It goes all the way 
until 11 o'clock at night, and then it'd be done. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us tonight on Hell Hat, and stick around for the 10 o'clock show. Oh, I should also tell everybody there's a late night mic at Ireland's that's going to start around midnight. It's on Geary and 3rd Street if you're interested in some late night open micing stuff. Thanks so much for being here. Good night. Yay! your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riding. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Carmine Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 
and east on a plane Drinking all that free champagne I guess I saw this coming down the line And I know it should be fun But I think I should have packed my gun Got that old suburban showdown in my mind Sit around with the folks Tell the same old tired jokes Bored to death on Sunday afternoon Mom and Dad, me and you And the outdoor barbecue Think I'm gonna hide out in my room I've been gone for a while Made some changes in my style And they say you can't go Grass grow too high. Oh, the place hasn't changed, and it's why I'm gonna feel so strange. But I have to face the music by and
Alberta, you say you know me, but I see only what you're paid to show.
Billy Joel here at Mutiny Radio. Yay. I'm just playing this record because I like it. Uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, we have Always Free with the Rainbow Family. And later tonight, Bughouse Square. And then after that, we're actually going to do an open mic at 8 o'clock. So cool. And I write them a check and they go their merry way. the same I am the entertainer I bring to you my songs I'd like to spend a day or two I can't stay that long no, I got to meet expenses I got to stay in line I gotta get those fees to the agencies and I'd love to stay but there's bills to pay so I just Of the wealth that 
time to spend us Cause I've been spending time on you
Picture postcard, a folded stub, a program of the Mementos will turn to dust, but that's the price you pay.
We are listening to Floating Goat on vinyl. Spawn of Poseidon, double vinyl. And uh, I'm going to flip it over. Yes, flipping over the record. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Floating Goat, Spawn of Poseidon.
bet you like that. I did. Uh, that's Floating Goat, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett, Chris Corona right down the street, Ian, killing it. Uh, great three-piece band. This is another, they have a two vinyl set that came out. One of them is this cool green, and this other one is this cool white. It's called Suburban Anxiety. Going to play it. I love Floating Goat. Coming up at uh, 4 o'clock is Always Free with your host, Rachel Pinson, a.k.a. Roach, from the Rainbow Family. Coming up at 4 o'clock live. Who knows what will happen? I uh, love it when the house band, Bobby Weaver, the unofficial house band, is here. He's so talented. Writes such wonderful songs. Came and played some piano last week just for funsies. We have a piano down here at Mutiny Radio. I have a new violin. I'm excited about that. Thanks to Radio 11. Floating Goat.
Rail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny ra- radio, my friend. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be. Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym LWAFLMOYT. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast. Yes. 